3: Welcome to the show! You're looking live at Tostito's Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco where it is a cool 101 degrees, <laughs> but it feels like 106. The low tonight is 82. And we are joined live from Oxnard, California again, two times in one week. That's almost too much sexy for anybody to handle. Nate Newton, where it is 71 degrees and it feels like 71 degrees. It's gonna get all the way up to a blistering 73 there today, Nate, and a low of 59. And I have a question to start the show off. This This was a conversation that was happening off the air before we came on the air. When you're in the restroom and you're standing at the urinal and you know the person next to you and you need to talk to them about something, do you start, do you have bathroom conversation? I know you don't make eye contact. You never make eye contact in, in the men's <laughs> restroom, but is it okay to have right, a conversation right. with the man that's next to you? Or take it a step further, if you yeah. see their shoes and you know who it is, can you talk to them while they're in the stall?
2: Yeah, no. I hate to say this because it's setting me up for failure, but it's dependent on what you're handling, you know, so if you're not handling a lot, you make it have a conversation, but if you're handling a lot you may have to make sure you do what is necessary so uh, so we were talking about brother william over here you know he is having a conversation in the restroom so we know where he stands
3: <laughs> or sits depending on what he's handling what about you jesse is it okay to talk in the restroom
4: no 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 Under I, no circumstances. Oh. I know. can you give you give the gentleman's kind of you know Mm. If I see you coming in the hey, passing, doing? how you doing? But not while you're standing there. Nah. there. Right.
5: What about you, Kurt? I've, I've yeah. done it before. I would never do it with somebody in a stall and I'm outside of it. Yeah. No way. I have done it before, you know, standing there, but I'm kind of on Jesse's side more. It's, well, we know where you're standing. I you ain't stand, interested Kurt. in getting social media. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And they say the more conversation you have,
3: hey, hey. All right, <laughs> All right moving on to football. Let's, <laughs> oh. let's get off that topic. Uh, did you go to the media party last night,
2: Nate? No, I didn't, and I, I'm happy that I didn't because uh, you know, inside information. Uh, we, you know, a lot of people said you know about Zach, do we need him and do we we don't need him, and some of the things I was saying, kind of broken hearted that I heard about. You know, we need Zach Martin. That's all I need to say. That's all you need and to say. And I didn't go to the media party. Yes. Okay. All right.
3: Well what uh what other inside info have you gotten since we last talked to you on Monday? Any any anything going on behind what? the scenes out there?
2: Uh no. No, I did my homework far as looking at uh Mozzie that you guys asked me to do and I did my homework. We're looking at the backup uh linemen. So I I did those two things and other than that right there, you know, nothing has happened spectacular uh that would turn your head and make you say wow you know this guy here showed up but this guy didn't show up but everything has been going to plan uh two great days well the first day i think was a great day of padded practice because guys were really locked in and focused and doing what they had to do uh you didn't see a lot of mental mistakes uh out there, second day, I didn't see it from up close. I was kind of sitting back, so I didn't get to hear the pass pop. But they did do one-on-one pass rushing the second day, and I liked it to see that right there. And uh, Zach Martin, where are you, <laughs>
3: Jesse? A lot of talk out of camp these first few days about how fast the receivers are, mm-hmm. how fast this offense is. What? And we'll get to you in a minute, Nate. Get your you get your take on what it looks like in, in real time but it's been a long time since you've heard the wide receiver group here talk about being fast or being quick. Like, we've had a lot of good route runners, you've had a lot of technicians, but you haven't heard speed. Like, what, what different dynamic does speed bring to a team as opposed to just a good, a good receiver?
4: Yeah, it's fear. Mm-hmm. It's fear. Um, when you line up, when Brandon Cooks line up, when Kavani Turpin line up, the first thing the DB looks at and goes, he's fast. And that's what you want. You want to be able to line up against a guy, and the first thing that he thinks about is, okay, he can't beat me deep. So I'm already, in my back of my mind, I'm already thinking about this guy going past me. When you watch some of these route combinations that they're running, and you're seeing some of the whip routes, and you're seeing some of the long balls, stuff like that, you're seeing that happen at warp speed. Now, when you're talking about changing over to the West Coast or Texas Coast offense, you're talking about a quick, Timing offense where everything needs to be done at a fast pace. Uh, Windows have to be opened and closed. Ball has to be delivered. So that means I need guys that's going to be able to get there. What you have in CD Lamb is a guy who's become a polished route runner, but when you start adding that speed element around, now it gives you that element of fear that uh, secondaries have to now worry about. Safeties can't be up in the box. Guys can't be up in press covers now. You're going to see guys playing more off covers, more two high safeties than you will one high safety because of that type of speed. The route concepts, you're seeing um, less of the curl routes, less of the Harvey routes, more of the routes that are moving, the slants, the goals, the deep overs. Those type of routes that you want to get your guy in space with a bunch of speed. You know, we see it all the time with Tyreek Hill, running those deep overs. If I can get him the ball in space with the guy trailing him, I'm trusting and believing that the speed that he has is going to take a 20-yard play, make it a 40-yard play. A 40-yard play, make it a 60-yard play. And when you have those big chunks, one, it does, it cuts down on your interceptions because you don't have to have the ball and have to have that many extra snaps. For Dak Prescott, but also you're giving your team opportunity to make the big splash plays, to score touchdowns, which are important in this offense and in this league nowadays, and to give you those big chunk yards. And when you get leads in the National Football League with a team like you have in and in a, in a monster like you have with Micah Parsons, you go up 10, 14, 17 points. Now that team has to be in a mandatory pass situation. Well then... Now it's fair game, and a guy like Michael Parsons can kind of be unleashed to go get the quarterback. So speed kills in all aspects of life, especially in football.
5: Would you rather have speed than good size, good hands, that sort
4: of thing? Yeah, because you can all, speed. You can te- like you can't teach size, but you can te- you can catch better, right? Mm-hmm. But speed is one of those things that they can find a job for you. Speed allows people to find jobs job for you, whether it's for returning uh, right. punts or kicks. Uh, reverses, whatever. If you pose an element of speed, you'll, someone will always go. We can we can use that, and they'll they'll sign you on and bring you on.
3: Hmm. Nate, does it look does and it look does it look faster out there? Can you can you tell? Oh, yes. they're faster.
2: Yes, and, and and this is what is so amazing is yesterday when they went early to red zone and into the uh, but that was that was popping. I mean split second the ball was out it was it was popping when you see guys running around with that type of speed that type of quickness and knowing where to be uh Dak was making it pop and then even when he had to move around it wasn't much and he was getting that ball out of there because guys were breaking quickly on the, on the rock and uh it just it makes our DBs much that much better I mean you Play against quickness and guys that know where to be. Like these guys out here are doing. Brandon Cooks, uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, and I'm telling you, Michael Gallup looks like a newborn kid. Yes, I mean he is (laughs) bouncing around like a deer. So you see, when you see all these guys running around in the red zone, big things are happening. Big things. Even the tight ends uh, say, "Hey, you know they." They're they making it happen, so the game is much quicker. I'm with you 100%, Jesse. Speed will make you back up, man. Speed will make you back up.
5: Jesse, like we've been hearing so far, like, you know, Tolbert's looking good, and Turpin came out and had a good day, and, and, and uh, Brooks, the seventh-round pick's looking nights, good. But at row. this point, we're only a weekend. Mm-hmm. Can you really get a good evaluation yet of these guys?
4: <sighs> what you want to see is guys playing fast. Right? You want to see guys being able to line up to know their assignments, to know what they're supposed to be doing, um, not just with the second and third group, but when you get sprinkled in there with the ones, mm-hmm. right, can, can those guys be able to say, all right, Take what you learned in the meeting room, what you learned in OTAs and minicamp, especially for guys like Jalen Tolbert coming into year two. You should have a really good understanding of this offense, so that now you're not so much so thinking about what you're doing every day at practice, but you're just going out there playing fast. And when guys can go out there and play loose and play fast, now I get a better chance to see what you are as a player. But if you're thinking and we gotta constantly correct you, and we got I can't trust you then now I, now because now. While I'm evaluating, I'm also getting ready for the upcoming season. So if you're not keeping up with the speed of our total offense or defense evaluation and development, then I got to put a guy in there that does because I have 10 other guys that I have to worry about. So seeing these young guys being able to have that type of exposure in camp and are doing well says to kind of almost what these guys have been saying the offseason that we now have a better understanding of where we're supposed to be, why we're supposed to be there, what we're doing when we get there, and doing it at a fast pace. So that helps the quarterback, that helps them, that helps the offense, but it also helps guys like Mike McCarthy, who's now the play caller, because now I can see on display all the talent that I have. And now I can go back to the lab and say, okay, I got size, I got speed, I got agility, I got this, 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 and this, and I, he can continue to put together a package of plan, a package of plays, and a plan offensively that they can run. Now all these guys won't make this football team. We we know that already, yeah. but it's good to have a selection from those guys and see those guys learning uh, uh, what they're supposed to be doing during t- you know during camp. You know the, the amazing thing about it is when
2: they took off yesterday on that island. Red zone uh, for about 10 plays. It's like once CD Lamb, once uh, Pittman, uh, uh, excuse me, Turpin caught those first two uh, touchdowns, it's like everybody was trying to make a play offensive. It just breeds confidence and the speed that these guys are doing, and like I say, coming out of their breaks. Uh, and the way they're doing it, 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 it was a tremendous deal. Uh, they literally had our, our secondary just wondering what to do. I mean, Al Harris was going crazy trying to coach, to coach this guy, then coach that guy, Co- coach Nation right there, coach uh, the other guys, and so they they dominated that period yesterday.
3: Hey Nate, you gonna stay with us through the second segment?
2: I'm staying with you. All right, yes Nate, sir. Before, before we go, Nate, I have one quick question
4: for Nate. Do they sell yes, lotion sir. in OxyContin?
2: Oh Lord. Yes, they do. Yes, they
3: do. Okay. All right, Now right. I'm
2: going to so. ask a question that's football related. Really.
3: <laughs> that's football related as well. Jesse trying to get you off sides. Good job, Nate. Good job by not jumping off sides. <laughs> yes. Before we go to break, because yes. I want to talk about this, were you standing there watching the O line, D line when Michael Parsons did my good friend Tyron Smith dirty?
2: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Don't say
3: anything. Don't say anything. I want to come back and I want to get your take on what happened because everybody in Dallas radio was
1: talking about that.
3: So I want to get your take on what happened when we come back
6: on the next segment
3: of Hanging with the Boys.
7: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
0: Back to Hanging with the Boys.
3: Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. Shannon Gross, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly in studio. Big, lovely, sexy Nate Newton out in Oxnard, California.
4: With the ashy hands. Oh, I yeah, I was way going. the oh. lotion. His hands are ashy. Look at his. Every time <laughs> he brings his hands up, his hands are ashy. So I just wanted to know if they had just a little bit of moisturizing cream anywhere in the oh. state of California. Oh. Go down there and see. Go down there and see. 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 I got Brett. Go see. Go see Jim. Out with somebody. No. They gotta have some sort no. of cream. In there, cause that that no. that, that cracking of the hands
2: and that weather is just. alone. I'm helping my. He, he can say. He can say whatever he wants. I'd rather have a cracking of the hands at 73 degrees than the sweating of the (laughs) goose at 105. That's a good point. That's a good point. point.
3: (laughs) Our show is brought to you every single day that we do it by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And every single second segment of this show is brought to you by Blockchain.com. Blockchain.com. The uh, the last the last uh, live read's the same as it was Monday. I'm just reading ahead. You know how you know how words words are really tough on me sometimes. Today is one of those days. I'm sorry. I apologize, Nate. All right, back to some yes, live sir. observations, and then and then a follow-up question from our side, and then Jesse, you want to get your take on the follow-up question?
2: Yeah.
3: We've been hearing yeah. about Michael Parsons just wreaking havoc. Out there, is it as bad as everybody? Everybody's making it sound.
2: Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, The first day, uh, we were doing combo runs, which is like nine on seven, and uh, he wrecked a few plays. Then, then he went to uh, what we call pressure, where they uh, line up and they bring blitzes and stuff like that, and he 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 wrecked that because Tyron and uh, uh, still are not in there. The two young guys uh, are in there. Uh, I- Idava, I'm trying to, hope to pronounce his name right, and Velasco, Wal- Those two guys are in there. And they have just been dominating uh, at the defensive end position, him and D-Law. And God forbid they get on the same side and start running games and stunts. And boy, they just been wrecking. Uh, those, those parts of practice when they're there. Now, other than that, our offensive line has seem seeming to hold up pretty well. But when Parsons is on fire, I mean, just like every other play to his side, now you can have four guys blocking well, but whoever, whether it's on Tyron or Steele or one of the backup guys, Idagua, he, he is wrecking practice, man. And, and it's nothing you can do because you can't stop practice. You can't ask him to be less than what he is, and you can't not take him out. You can't take him out of practice. And So our offensive line, believe me, Mike Solari is working overtime on technique, technique, toughness, toughness, do your job, hang in there, because you're not facing that guy every Sunday. You're not facing a a Parsons guy every Sunday.
3: That that was going to be my question to you, Jesse, is can you do any, like, that's disrupted, right? It's great to see on the defensive side because that means, hell yeah, we got to – this guy's living up to the hype. He's yeah. been talking the talk. He's walking the walk. But on the offensive side, you're not getting quality reps in because you're, <laughs> you're getting slaughtered <laughs> on every play. Like Nate said, you can't ask him to back off. You can't take him out of practice. But what does that do to you mentally as an offensive <laughs> lineman when you're just like, I, I don't know what to do?
4: Yeah, the, the biggest thing is, is... – for guys like Tyron, who's been around the block a couple of times, right? Like he gets it. It's like Tyron understands when you when you're just faced up with. Yeah, remember Tyron came in with a veteran, Demarcus Ware, mm-hmm. so he understands what it when it is to kind of be in that dominating position where it's kind of like almost like a baby. Like you start you start out crawling and you go out you go out this world crawling like an older person, <laughs> but for Tyron he realizes now that you know. This is just what it is. He is just a monster. He, he is a man-child. That's what it's going to be. The difference is you have to also understand offensively. In training camp, we're not game planning for Micah Parsons. In practice, right now, they're just going out there trying to run their sets. In the game, as you know, Mike Shulerio tell his tell his group. So he'll say, hey, listen. In the game, we'll have a tight end. We'll stun away from this. We'll run away from him. But right now, you got to just hunker down, do your very best to try to stop him, and then you got to coach through tape. Right, you got to coach through the walkthroughs. You have to coach through uh, the practice film. You have to coach through those type of situations. But Micah Parson presents the same problem defensively as we talked about offensively, speed. When you have that level of speed, the first thing the tackle thinks about is, can't let him beat me around the corner. So when Micah comes off the ball and he's flying upfield and you go to kind of kick out real hard and he catches you in that mid-kick and now you on one leg and he comes underneath or he... He gives you that kind of that old that old swipe, and you're off balance, you're going down. And, and for Micah, the biggest thing that I, I see for him this year is can he withstand the full-time position at defensive end? The wear and tear. Mm-hmm. The wear and tear. Kurt just looked it up for me. The average weight for defensive international yeah. football league, Kurt, was what?
5: Well, it said 270, 280. On our team, it looks more like... 260, 270, most of those guys are around 265. What's Mike away?
4: And Micah's right now, he, he's 245 right now. He's 245. I think, but
5: he was, this might be based on last year's study, he was trying to get up closer to 250.
4: And in, 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 I told people about this as well, and, and Nate, you can jump in on this, because Nate was kind of on the opposite end of things. It's guys who struggle keeping weight, no matter what you do in the offseason, when you get in season, you're not lifting the same. You're not. Your intake is not the same. You're practicing at a much higher rate. You're doing more running. Micah Parsons is a guy who wants in on every single play. So even if he put on 10 pounds in the offseason, by the time we get to October, that weight's come back off. He's back down to 245, 250. It's, it's not to you get later in your career or, you know, it's the big guys who have a problem, you know, keeping the weight off, not putting the weight on, uh, and your metabolism slows down a little bit. For Micah, it's yeah, we know what you can do the first half of the season. Will you be able to sustain that level of ferociousness, speed, fire throughout the duration of the season? Because the last last year, the last half of the season, the last six games of the season, seven games of the season, he had one sack. Yeah. He had one sack the last six or seven games of the season. And you can tell he came off his shoulder, his knee, his hip, his back. It's that wear and tear that you talk about all year long. And now when you're practicing the way that he's practicing, he doesn't want to come off the field, ever. Right. He doesn't want to come off the field, doesn't want to miss practices, don't want to take a playoff. But you realize, can you be that dog for 17 weeks of the season? Mm-hmm. And that has become the issue with Micah Parsons, is can he do it? the whole year,
5: yeah. And we're—I don't think we're they'll, seeing, they'll, they'll in, a, or I haven't heard of any workouts at linebacker, have we? And is that a I haven't seen it? Yet. Is that a,
3: a misuse, yeah. so to speak? Yeah, they, are they using him at all at linebacker, Nate? No, no. They
2: are managing. Don't, don't worry. He'll be okay. He, 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 like Nate we said, all learned, we're all right. yeah. we, we all learn <laughs> We all good. We good. all the way around. No, 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 no. You mean to tell me? We give Michael Parsons all of this credit of being this great athlete, this smart athlete, and he, he and he hasn't given it any thought on how to make adjustments as the game go on, as the season go on. Uh, the coaches, it's up to the coaches and the trainers to manage him, to help him manage himself. Uh, yes, you're going to have your plays, but I don't I don't care if it's if we get a deep kick and the guy bring it out and we on the one or we on the five, hey hey. No, we don't need you to do some parts. We, we'll, we'll, we'll wait a minute. Get, give him a blow right here. Give him a blow. You know what I'm saying? Take him out of the game. Uh, it, it is some guys you have to uh, protect them from themselves. And so and if Michael wanted to stay in his league and get paid in his league a long time, he better, he, he better understand, he better talk to a D-Ware. Uh, he better talk to a Charles Haley. Both undersized guys wasn't big at their positions. you know. So now you talk to these guys, and you find out how they got through it. And because if, if you're only gonna have one sack in yeah. the second half of the season, the team's gonna load up on you. You don't wanna have that situation. You wanna be uh, be able to have them 15, 16 sacks Throughout the whole season and be effective when the playoffs comes around. So uh, he'll he'll be smart enough to get through this. And it ain't about you know. And uh, I, I know I'm. I know everything's gonna be all right. But if he don't understand how to pace himself and how to play this game as a veteran, if he blow himself out, oh no, he won't be all right. Maybe the rest of the team will be okay because he don't, don't have. I, I don't think Mike has right. come
4: to that point yet in his career where he understands the pace. I think he knows one speed. I think he, know, I think he knows competition at the highest level, 100 miles an hour. I don't think he quite understands that just you.
2: there. If I run past him, I'm going to ask how man, do you understand that this is 17 games? <laughs> this ain't a sprint. This ain't college. <laughs> this ain't a sprint. This is 17 games where somebody's going to knock your head off and going to slow you down because you're not at your best. All right, Nate, before
3: we go to our next break, your guy, Mozzie Smith, said yesterday, I don't even like football. I like hitting people. Now, I would like to think that that you don't get to the National Football League (laughs) by not liking football. I mean, there's some guys that don't love football, but I would like to think that everyone likes football, and I would like to think he was joking. But... What's he been doing out there? That's your guy. You called for him. You got him. Is he is he living up to the yeah. hype? A week into camp.
2: Well, you want me to get that on the and coming out of the break, or you want me to go into that now? How long are you gonna talk?
3: Let's go I'm to break. Talk a minute. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's take our second break. When we come back, Nate's gonna talk for a minute or five.
1: Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party?
0: Back to Hanging with the Boys.
3: We are back for the final segment. Hanging with the Boys brought to you every day by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Shannon Gross, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels in studio, Nate Newton live from Oxnard, California. And our final segment of the day is brought to you by Jigsaw, proud dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Nate, your guy, Mizey Smith. He likes to hit people. What have you seen at camp so far?
2: Uh, he, he, he played with pretty good leverage. He got good hands. He played with pretty good leverage. I saw him in pass rush, uh, toss um, T.J. Bass on his neck. You know, so I mean, <laughs> he, he he bull rushed, but he bull rushed a half a man, and that puts a lot of times centers at. You know, when he come a half a man and he got his full body on your one half, it's kind of hard for you to balance. And TJ went up on one leg trying to get himself back down, and he never came back down. You know, until he was on his back. So uh, he he's been doing good, and uh, I I've used that uh, comment before. You know, that, you know, I really did. Football ain't what interests me. It's the ability ability to legally beat up people. And so I'm <laughs> with him on that right there. You know, then you can you physically beat up another man, and ain't nobody gonna call assault and battery or nothing like that. So, but he's done it. But believe me, fellas, I've been looking at a, a little bit of this tape, and uh, they've been punishing him too because they know. Uh, he's strong. He plays with pretty good leverage, got decent hands at, at, at uh, this early in training camp. So they've been they've been double teaming him and knocking him on his r- a rump a couple of times, too. So and he's just trying to get some payback because when you play over the center or you play that two technique over the guard or the inside eye of the guard, you're going to get two or more guys on you all the time. And you're going to sometimes have tight ends blocking down on you, so he's trying to get some payback, man. That's all it is. He' just mad because they're beating him up right now.
4: Nate, I got a question from, from an interior kind of perspective. When you hear coaches talking about right now, Mozzie is learning how to um, just be a good run stopper, that learning how to be a good pass rusher will come later. Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? What's the difference from a for, from a young guy's perspective at that position or in the trenches of one being a run stopper and then later on learning how to be a pass rusher and then combining the two? Because we see guys like Aaron Donald who's like run stopper and get you 12 sacks a season. What is the maturation of that happening for a young guy like Mazzie Smith?
2: Right now, what you're trying to do is ask him to stay parallel with the line. You want him to keep his body. Parallel with the line. You you don't want him uh, getting sideways. You want him taking up a body, getting on the center, putting both hands on a guy, and taking up and stand where he can go either way. You know you want him to be able to stop the run. You want him two yards every time he's over the center of the guard. You want him two yards into that backfield, and you want that body of that center or that guard at least a back a yard, which would be two yards from him, and and. That's what you want. Now when you get guys start turning sideways and twisting it, trying to turn their bodies, now you help create holes. They don't want him to create any holes unless it's coming from his side. He wants the linebacker behind him coming downhill. He has done a great job early in this camp of making sure his linebacker, whether it's the mic backer at a, at a two technique over a guard or it's the wheel linebacker coming from that nose position looping around, you want these guys running free. You run them running free, man, and that's what he's been able to do a couple of times uh, uh, to let to let guys run free. Uh, Jabril Cox is shooting every gap, sometimes to his own detriment, because this guy, these big guys, him and Jonathan Hanks, have been opening up holes by uh, eating up bodies.
3: Man, this this does it. like this gets me excited. It gets me a little football horny. Yeah, <laughs> I got you because. Everything we're talking about, this team is multidimensional now. Like, they've mm-hmm. always been missing, like they haven't, they had good route runners, but they didn't have speed. Right. Now they got speed. You had, you know, you had good linebackers, but you didn't have run stoppers, you know, and that caused you to get kicked out of the playoffs a couple of years in a row. And now it's like, okay, you got this. And then Nate says, okay, Jabril Cox is shooting, shooting the gaps, you know, Mike and Tank are disruptive offensive lines where you know you don't hear like I mean when your defense is that good it's you can't both be right. stand out mm-hmm. right somebody's gonna get Somebody beat be. every day right but I mean it's just everything we're talking about is like this is a, an, another level than what they've always had and it's like because usually you're like we're really good here. Well for years it's been on offense. Right. Yeah. And now you're talking about defense and not only the linebackers, but now you got corners and safeties and now you got guys up front. It's just, it's like, okay, what's gonna go what's gonna go wrong? <laughs> like what
2: stay well, what's it.
4: What's gonna go wrong? It, it, Mike can stay it, off the quarterback. It, That's the first thing. Stay off the quarterback, Mike that it can go really <laughs> wrong really fast.
2: And Mike keeps coming in there falling it, on it. Dak Prescott's legs. The thing is, it reminds me of early in our career, once Charles Haley showed up uh, for us. And our practices was hard. And if you attack this right way, like Jesse was talking about earlier, if you as an offensive lineman attack this the right way, I don't care how hard it gets for me, because going against Leon Lett was always a job for me. He was, he was a better athlete. He was smart. Charles Haley was a, a threat being next to him. So. You always work on your technique. You keep working on your technique. you got to believe that if you keep working on your technique and you stay mentally tough to do your job, to do the best you can to give that maximum effort when you're in your or five plays, the season is going to turn out okay. Uh, our problem is going to be this number 66, six TJ Bass. Is he going to develop enough to to give Matt Fournier a run at that uh, second uh, backup guard? Is uh, is he Iguodava, And I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. Is he going to be enough? to play that left tackle something happened to uh, Tyron Smith. It's it's some questions got to be answered, man. Uh, Brock Hoffman, he's the backup center right now. He goes in second. Uh, He's kind of light. So what are these guys going to do? Josh Ball, he he didn't have a great uh, pass protection or pressure uh, pass segment yesterday. So what are these guys going to do? That's why I was kind of joking at the beginning of the show, like, where are you, Martin? Where are you? Because, but it's only been two days. This preseason for our offensive line, they cannot uh, wait to get these guys into the preseason as a unit for us the backups to see what these guys are gonna do because uh, out here in practice they've been struggling now. I mean they look okay at times, but a lot of times they are struggling and it's maybe because we the guys are good on defense, but we won't know until we get into the preseason.
5: Did you guys talk about the pass protection on Monday and how that's supposed to be changing like no, they I did not. Yeah, I guess, Nate, maybe you can speak to this. Like McCarthy has said one of the biggest changes to the offense is the pass protection. And I don't know, I know nothing about, you know, what could be changing, how difficult it is to change, how long that's going to take to figure out. Is that something that, I guess, how are they approaching that? How are they managing that?
2: Uh, it's just, like I said, they're doing the thing. They call it a new thing. Well, before we call it blitz drill, me and you, Jesse. But. They call it pressure because they don't they don't change the plays, the routes, the routes just change depending on how the secondary look or how the linebackers look. Uh, and you as the offensive lineman, if they change, do change the play. You as the offensive lineman got to know right away. You know it ain't uh, zero holds to, to this, this, and this. You got to know because the whole play can possibly change. So you got to be a little bit more sharp. But what coach is talking about is. Uh, when we have our first unit in there, they look pretty good, uh, barring number 11, you know. Other than that, they look pretty good. Uh, even the backups, barring number 11, they look pretty good <laughs> in, in there. And they look, and, uh, and I'm, I'm just being honest. When, when when this kid get in there, everybody else turn into superheroes when they come a pass rush situation with that guy in there. Man, now Fowler, they can take him out, out and put out Fowler watching. in there and we're a little bit and we're a little bit more competitive uh, offensively across the line. Alright. That's what I've seen.
3: Hot sports prediction oh, time. Mm. Alright. We talked we talked about this a little bit on Monday, Jesse. So Ronald Jones got himself suspended. First mm-hmm. two games of the season, right? When 105.3, the fan, the flagship station of the Dallas Cowboys, they point blank asked Jerry, will Ezekiel Elliott be on this team come start of the season? And Jerry left the door wide open. And I think his response was, we're reading the tea leaves right now, which means... You're saying there's a chance. Jesse. Just, or, uh, are those tea leaves yeah. or tree leaves? Yeah. I don't know. But, <laughs> all right, true or false, Ezekiel Elliott will be on this team when the season starts. False. Kurt, unequivocally. No way. McCarthy kind of closed the door on that. So, so now
5: just. Ju- I don't remember exactly, but he kind of let it be known. Eh, no, we're moving on. We, we, he wants to give the young guys a chance. He doesn't want to. To you know, stop their development. They've moved on because the coach on this te- of this team has never said anything, and then ownership. <laughs> That's true. Opposite. That is true. Jerry will do what he wants to do, but I think he's just working the media. He also knows
3: how to
2: yeah. work the media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Nate, what do you think? Yeah. Nate,
2: asleep. Uh, Rico Donald and Malik Davis are our guys. Yeah. There's our backup running back starting season. Yes, sir. So do you? I don't know what happened three games in, but I know Rico Dowdle. And Malik Davis need to show up so we can have our three running backs. going with Tony Pollard being the pack.
3: Do you do you keep Ronald Jones around? Who? Ronald Jones. Who? The running back what? that got
2: suspended. Oh, uh, oh. Who is he? <laughs> I
6: guess
3: that's Nate's answer.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, all right. Before we get out of here, Kurt, you go first. Get. Is there anybody you want to know a little scouting report on oh. that Nate uh, Nate may have got some, uh, watched some film or got to see in person out there?
5: Wow, that's a good
6: question. Sorry to spring it.
5: Yeah, one. you sprung it on me. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've been hearing a lot about these young re- wide receivers and how they're progressing. I'd like to know how some of these young corners are
2: doing. Yeah. I mean, we've heard some about Nation Wright, but you know, Jalen Brooks, he has been. He has been getting open and and I, I wanna talk to one of the coaches. Just is this guy for real? I mean, because I don't care whether Dak is throwing to him or one of the other backup quarterbacks, he makes a play a day. And it's just is this like any other rookie? Uh, making it you know, y'all making sure y'all make you know, have him in successful plays, he makes a play a day. At least, Sometime, I feel like we said the same thing last year it don't about Houston. Yeah, right. And, we said
3: the same thing last year about Houston. There's always one. There's always right. like, oh, Thank Houston. You. Houston. Houston. Yeah. Houston. It was like and there's always one,
2: and then it's like we're
4: seven games. We said we sent a It's like what happened, when, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that guy? Lights come on. Where but is I, he?
2: I was. I was never big on Houston. I, I, hmm. I was never big on Houston, and I'm not big on this guy. But y'all asked, and I and, and I got to find out. He makes a play a day. And I, and it and it be big. Whether wow. he was part of he started that red zone thing last uh, yesterday. He he started that by making a big play. He he just seems to come open. Was it did he make his big play on Boss Man Fat? Uh he done made him on everybody man. And he done made him wow. on Gilmore too. Yeah, I mean, you don't hear anything yeah he him, he You just hear him about will get a play a, a day, day, man. Every clip that I see, like whether well, it's C D or it's it's Cooks so. or Boss man, fat there's the certain place. guys I don't even know <laughs> their name. Yeah. There's certain guys I don't Who, who you talking about? And, hey, there's no, point, there's
3: no point in learning them until, until the season starts. Because <laughs> half of them aren't going to be here. You need to give that number one up. Jesse, any… any
2: Ronald uh, Jones, Boss Man, Fat, who are these guys?
3: Jesse, anybody you want to
4: know the lowdown <laughs> on? Yeah, I, I mean, I've yet, I've yet… We're two weeks in the camp. I've yet to hear a play from the tight ends. I've yet to hear one ooh, one ah, I've yet to hear anything, like, not anything bad, but I've yet to hear anything like, man. Practicing well as a group. Yeah, like, like, (laughs) I've I've, I've yet to hear anything outside of, you know, someone's not practicing today. I I just, I want to see something from the tight end. Not that I'm worried about that group, but I want to see something from the tight end group to let me know that
2: we're we're good.
4: We're good. Yeah. we're good. We're good. We're good at the tight end Ferguson group. So. So, yeah, for me, the tight ends. I, I want to see something with, with that.
2: Okay. Jake is practicing OK. Jake is practicing you know, he's he's catching everything they throwing to him. So uh, it's nothing more I can say. The other big kid is over there working with uh, our guy. So, you know, rehabbing. So uh, that, that's about it. Uh, Sean McKinn, he's OK. But the other two guys, uh, they doing their jobs. And, right. You know, they're just not Dax' um, pets—pet rattlesnakes or whatever you want to call them. I pet cats. <laughs> like to say.
3: Before, before we yeah. leave, Nate, we're, we're running close on time. How how does four look? Right. How does Dak look? The, sharp.
2: That's sharp. what I'm talking about. That's
3: what sharp. I want to hear.
2: Yeah, he looks sharp. Yeah. He looks sharp. Is McCarthy just
3: in his hip pocket every practice, every play, right there with him? Every
2: every practice, man. I mean, every practice, he asking him what he saw, how he feel, and... And uh, I love uh, when Dak take off jogging, when Dak take off jogging, Coach just kind of, you know, <laughs> walk real fast behind him and get left.
4: He need one of them Segways like Dion got. You know, he need to get one of them Segways yeah, like Dion. Yeah, yeah zip does. around.
6: Zip around.
3: Oh, oh, hold on, Dak, hold on. <laughs> get him a rascal. Get him a rascal. Him
6: a rascal.
2: Yeah. Him a rascal. Yeah. All right, man. I, I remember the first day he tried to jog, the first day he tried to jog with him, and then all of a sudden he just waved his hand, like, I don't get over there <laughs> when I get over there. Start start the place.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nate, this has been great, man. you going to come back Friday, Friday and talk to us?
2: Yeah, Jesse should be out here soon, so we should have half the yeah, group out here Yeah, when you soon. heading out, Jesse? I'm trying to get out next week. Next week, yeah.
3: Right? All right. Well, cool. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll be in the middle of
4: the week. I'll be, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay.
3: Sounds okay. good. All right, Nate, appreciate it, man. Jesse, awesome. Thanks for showing Thank up. Thank you. All. Kurt, thanks for being here. Nate, thanks good. for calling in. Brother Will, thanks, hey, give for, us a fist bump. thanks for getting us up on the uh, – yeah, Nate, give us a fist bump. A, Look, a, at man, Look at them green. knuckles. <laughs> Look at them
2: knuckles.
3: <laughs> Look at them man. hands. Man.
4: I got some home grease. That, 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 those are some – those are some – some rip – adventurous That's hands right That's what when you
2: in Eat when you, when you cook your own fried chicken and put it in flour.
3: Man. <laughs> God, look
2: at those grippers. Brother Will, thanks for keeping
3: us on the air. Thanks to everybody in the back. Thanks for everybody in the studio. We will be back on Friday. Same time, same place. And another 100-plus degree day here in right. Dallas. Nate in his little 70-degree hut out there in Oxnard. We'll see you Friday. This has been another episode of Hang With The Boys. Will. Hey.